Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to Picks and Parlays. My name's Allie Burns. I'll be your host for today. We're broadcasting live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You know you can check us out here every Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific. Also look for us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We're all over the internet. When you're ready to buy some picks or find some even more free ones, check us out at picksandparlays.net. That's where we keep 35 of the finest handicappers in the world. They've got all the information that you're going to need to make some money at the sportsbook. And guess what? You're going to get to meet three of them today. We've got a show jam-packed with free picks for Thursday, March the 12th. We're going to start things off right with Alex Smart and our NHL Rapid Fire Round. We're going to move on to Sean Higgs and talk some college hoops. And then finish things up with our NBA picks from Craig Trapp himself. I would like to wish everyone a happy National Girl Scout Cookie Day. Can't tell you how I can tie that into sports. I've kind of been trying all day, but I will say that I really like the Samoas. And do a good deed, cash some tickets, and then go buy a box or two from that little chick standing outside of your grocery store. She'll really appreciate it. I like those Caramel Delight ones if you're thinking of getting me a gift or anything. All right, so before we get started, just want to let you guys know we've got some killer March promotions going on at picksandparlays.net. We're doing a March Madness special, $219.99. You could pick any one of those 35 handicappers and get every single one of their college basketball hoops all the way through to the national tournament. That includes NIT, that includes the final game, all of it. It's a really good deal. And then use a promo code. Type in the word baller when you get to checkout. It'll save you 15%. Now that, my friends, is value. All right. Sit tight, grab a pen and a paper if you have one handy. If not, don't worry. I'll recap all the free picks at the end of the show. And we'll be right back with Alex Smart and the NHL Rapid Fire. Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. As promised, it's time for some NHL Rapid Fire with Alex Smart. Alex, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Allie. How are you? All right. Excellent. I'm doing just fine. Um, we got a lot of picks. We've got six free NHL picks for you guys today. Are you ready to get started? Already. All Fire right. Away. Let's do it. So we're going to start with Nashville at Toronto. Now, Nashville has won three straight. The last one was at Montreal, four to two. This is their third. This is going to be their third road game, and they're heading into Toronto. Maple Leafs are 36-25-9. and nine. They're coming off of a win but they had three losses in a row before that one. The win was against a really good Tampa Bay Lightning, two to one, and at home they're 18, nine and seven, so a decent record there. I'm showing Toronto at minus 150 and Nashville at plus 130. What do you think about this one? You know, uh, the current state of affairs in Toronto is that this team doesn't have a heart, it doesn't have a soul, it doesn't have any direction. And, uh, you know, the metrics behind what they've done this year show you a team that's extremely talented, a lot of big scores, Tavares, uh, Marnier, Matthews. I mean, you name it. They, these guys have it all. They just can't put it all together. From a value perspective here, Nashville's been able to upset um, a lot of good teams this season, and they're more than capable of doing it here tonight. All right. So take that plus money with a team that's streaking a little bit too. Ain't a bad play at all. All right. Yeah, we're going to move absolutely. on to – Yeah. 
We're going to do Philly, yeah. the Flyers, and Tampa Bay. Philly's 41, 21, and 7. These are two really good teams. Philly's number two in the Metro. Tampa's number two in the Atlantic. Uh, Philly was on a 10-game winning streak, but that just got snapped. They lost at home to Boston, 2 to nothing. Not a bad team to lose to, honestly. Uh, Tampa Bay, on the other hand, has lost two in a row. The last one was at Toronto, 2-1. to one. I'm showing the Flyers plus 130 or Tampa Bay home favorite minus 150. Yeah, Tampa Bay's been stuttering a little bit lately. Philadelphia's been on an upswing, headed towards the playoffs. Maybe one of the hottest teams in the East, if not the hottest team. You have to look at this game from another perspective, though. Uh, Talent-wise and experience-wise, we have a team that's lost two straight games with Tampa Bay. This is a team that wants to bounce back, absolutely. Um, I think even without Stamkos in the lineup, they're their number one goal scorer. I think they're more than capable of uh, handing Philadelphia two in a row. And sometimes you look, you know, there, I don't know if there's an actual angle here because I think it's close to 50-50. I don't have the numbers. But teams that have been on more than a 10-game winning streak have uh, lo and lost their first game, have lost two in a row, I should say. So, you know, it's a 50-50 snap here. So All it's right. not bad considering it's not Yeah. Yeah, that's a good angle, too. Okay, so we're going to go to the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Blue Jackets. Pittsburgh's 40, 23, and 6. They're coming off a win at New Jersey, 5 to 2. They have won three of their last five. They're cruising in to the Blue Jackets, 33, 22, and 15. They've won two of their last five, but they are coming off a win, 2 to 1 at Vancouver. I am showing the Penguins minus 145. And the Blue Jackets, a home dog at plus 125. You know, you got to love those home dogs sometimes. And I, I know Columbus <laughs> may not fire. Yeah, you got you to <laughs> love it. And, uh, you know, whether you're on the right side or the wrong side, you always feel like you've got value for your money, especially in this kind of situation. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, Pittsburgh's been up and down. Don't get me wrong. Extremely talented team. They're a little bit banged up. But uh, you know, I'll tell you the truth. You know, Columbus is in, in complete desperation mode. And, you know, at that kind of plus dollars, I, I really, I feel comfortable, uh, you know, just uh, sprinkling a little cash out there on this one. Just with a the sprinkle. Home <laughs> just a sprinkle. All right. Alex Smart says, take that home dog, the Blue Jackets. Okay, another free NHL pick from Alex Smart. We're going to do Florida and the Dallas Stars. Florida's 35, 26, and 8. They've won two in a row, coming off a win at St. Louis, 2-1. to one. Uh, on the road, they're 18, 12, and 4. The Stars, on the other hand, 37, 24, and 8. They're on a losing streak, like a six-game losing streak, like, like a decent-sized one. Um, just lost at home versus the Rangers, 4 to 2. Their home record's okay, 19, 12, and 3. And I'm showing them as a favorite at home, minus 145. Florida's plus 125. What do you think about this one? I think I think the line's off by a little bit. I think we're going to see some reverse line movement here in short value. And uh, at plus 120, I think we have value with uh, Florida. And I also like the under here. And um, the reason why, I, I'll tell you, Dallas plays a one-way type of hockey anyway. It's all based on uh, defense, trap, whatever you want to call it. It's, uh, it's a very conservative style of hockey out of transition. And at home against winning teams like Florida this year, They've even been more constricted in their style of play. And what they've done is they've gone uh, under in 12 of 16 games against 500 teams. So wow. it's pretty good, 4.9 goals per game. So we're, we're right in there for, a, for an under bet there and value with Florida once again. Okay, so Alex Smart says, take the under and take the Florida.
All right. Okay, so we're going to do the Islanders at Calgary. New York is 35-23-10. and 10. They're really banged up right now, though. They've lost seven in a row. Last one was at Vancouver, 5-4. to four. Not a ton you can do about injured players. I mean, you can always play better. You can fix your losing streak that way. But if your guys are out, what are you going to do? Calgary, 36-27-7. They had three straight wins before they lost at home, 5-3 to three, to the Vegas Golden Knights. I am showing the Islanders one plus 125 and Calgary minus 145. Where do we go with this one? Well, this one doesn't have any value with the visitor. And I'll tell you, there's one thing with the New York Islanders. They have had a lot of injuries, but there is a deeper issue with this team. Great coaching once again, but the players, for some reason, are now no longer gelling into the Lou Lamorello, Barry Trot system. And uh, they're just not playing Islander hockey, something that we saw from them last year, earlier on this year, and there's a reason for that. It seems like uh, this is a deeper look at this. Barzell, their one superstar, is no longer playing in Trotz's system. He's been benched on two or three different occasions late in games. His energy, I think, is translating into the dressing room, and there's more, like I said, and it's it's coming effect through this team. And it's it's not the dressing, it's not the uh, sorry the injuries, mm -hmm. it's Barzell and Trotz butting heads. You just take you watch this as it goes along, and I'm pretty sure I'm right. No value here with the Islanders at all. All right, well that's a great angle too. All right, you guys keep a lookout for that. That's why we ask Alex these questions, okay? So he gives us angles like that. We know who to bet on. Okay, so last one. We're going to do Vancouver at the Arizona Coyotes. Vancouver 36, 27, and 6. This is their first road game since February the 1st. I find I think that's important to uh, point out. They are coming off a win versus the Islanders, but like we said, everyone's beating the Islanders right now. Uh, they beat them 5-4. to four. Coyotes are 33, 29, and 8. They've lost two in a row. The last one was at Winnipeg 4-2, to two, and they are back at home after three road games. Uh, I'm showing Vancouver plus 120 and the Coyotes minus 140. What the puck do we do here? You know, I look at the over when I look at Vancouver. I mean, this team plays a type of hockey that, I mean, explosiveness is uh, part of their dynamic. I mean, they just shock you into, uh, how do I say it, <laughs> into playing a faster style of hockey. And, you know, no, no matter what we have here, um, you know, from a metric standpoint, numbers and everything else, if you go through uh, all of Vancouver's games this, this season, you'll see explosiveness from time to time. And it's if you watch any of their games, which I have watched a few of their games, you'll be pretty impressed. It's pretty entertaining compared to what the rest of the NHL is. And that is you know, a sleep fest these days. Coaches just playing for their jobs most of the time. But uh, this Vancouver team really can light it up. Huh. Well, such is sports. All right, so Vancouver, and you're getting a plus plus number on that, so that's some good value there. And we're taking the over yeah. is the official pick, right? Over. You got to remember, just a little, just a little over a week ago or a week and a half ago, they blasted Boston nine to three. I mean, like I said, oh, this team right. can't score. I, I thought that was yeah, like yeah. a baseball score at first. I was like, when did Vancouver <laughs> get a baseball team? Oh, I see what happened there. Yeah. Uh, you're not God. careful with it. You're into some big, big scoring games. And Arizona plays the style of hockey right now. No matter how defensive they are, they have a tendency of, you know, you can drag them into a, a high-scoring game. 
All right. Well, there you have it. All right, Alex, thank you so much. You guys are welcome for getting to watch that excellent analysis on NHL. We'll be right back with College Hoops and Sean Higgs. Hey, guys, welcome back. It's time for some College Hoops with old Hoop Dreams himself, Sean Higgs. Sean, are you there? More like Hoop Nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, before we get into our uh free college basketball picks, I want to ask you, I think it's common knowledge by now that most NCAA games are not going to have fans at them. How do you think this is going to affect the outcome of the matchups? Uh, well, it, it's going to be really interesting. One, I mean, we've known from sometimes you have these tournaments in like November, they're playing in, uh, you know, the Cayman Islands or wherever, and yeah. you hear the sneaker squeak. You have those 11 o'clock starts, you hear the sneakers, you hear the coaches, you hear everything. So, let's be honest, they're going to have to put like a delay on some of these games because you don't know what they're going to be yelling at each other. I mean, it's going to be, they'll be, you know, we, we catch cursing sometimes in the NBA game when they're full houses. Yeah. So that, I, I mean, it's something stupid. That's something I look for, but I'm more interested in, you're really going to see coaches being coaches. You're going to see who calls out plays, who's like the teammates calling out picks or numbers that they, however they rotate off each other. So that's going to be interesting to watch because you're going to find out who's the coaches who really coach and who are the guys who just kind of let talent just take over. So that's going to be a fun aspect, but I think it's kind of sad. I mean, like, it's so sad. uh, I mean, I get there's, I don't, I mean, I don't even know what to expect. I mean, you, what what are you doing? And some people die. I mean, you got a bunch of 70 year olds with, you know, chest problems going to these basketball games. They have a heart attack just cheering for the team. But then I, I see, I, I see these guys on the Jazz. You know, Gobert could have it. Monday, they said again, tested for it. I just saw Tom Hanks and his wife got it in Australia. Tom I mean, Hanks got it? Yeah, damn. Just, trying to, him and his wife, they're in Australia. They didn't get it here. They got it in Australia. Oh, my goodness. You know, but so I I don't know. I mean, what do you – they say it's well, – I don't know. I'm no doctor, man. I'm yeah, barely enough. A, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just grind down trying to get some uh, tournament winners for us here. Yeah, but, here we go. I don't know. It, it's going to be real interesting, that's for sure. Well, but I it's wonder, like, hey, my thing was like, I know a lot of teams travel well. Like SDSU is one of them. They at the Mountain West tournament, they were just packed in there, you know. And so I know a lot of teams are used to having that kind of backing. And I wonder if it'll kind of even the playing field for schools like Duke or you know UNC. I, that I'll, I'll tell you what, like your little hot little underdogs, I think mm-hmm. you got to think about backing off something because a lot of times it's those fans that kind of carry them. It gets a little yeah. crazy in there. Now you got nothing. Now you got who your parents yelling for you. Yeah. Are their parents even allowed to go? <laughs> they said, oh, I saw that the, the Big Ten are going to allow family members in their tournaments. SEC says no fans at all. Maybe limit, limited staff. I huh. But right. that's good, though, because everybody who wants to watch our team is going to get hammered at a bar. So they'll all be outside. Yeah. That'll be great. It'll work out well. St. Okay. Patrick's Day's canceled, but everybody will be out having corned beef somewhere else. But. The first Final Four I ever went to was in Houston in 2010. We went to it. We drank all day. And then we realized because of Mothers Against Drunk Driving that you can't drink at the event. And we're like, oh, my God. We had to, like, seriously think about do we want to go to the Final Four or do we want to leave and go to a bar? So I totally get that. Okay, so let's get started because <laughs> that's where my priorities are, Sean, Okay. <laughs> So let's get started with uh, some free college basketball picks. We're going to start off with Alabama and Tennessee. This is an SEC second round game. Uh, Alabama 16 and 15. They've lost two in a row. Last one was at Missouri 69 to 50. That was a beat down. Uh, They've only won two of their last five on the road. They're four and eight and they're headed to Tennessee. 
their volunteers are 17 and 14. They've won two of their last five coming off a loss uh, against Auburn, not at Auburn, 85 to 63. Uh, on the road, they're four and seven, but these games are in Nashville. At home, they're 11 and six. Tennessee open minus one and a half, but now that game is pick them. And when that happens, it makes me say I need to be on Alabama. Totals at 148. Yes. What do you think? Yeah, Alabama, I grabbed them at plus one earlier. Nice. Uh, and right off the bat, it's one of those spots. Tournament times, they put they put these seeds in. It's like the rankings. You have seeds. You have eight versus nine, four, three versus six. And then when you see a team like Alabama who's ranked higher, all of a sudden the line moves to point and a half. I mean, that just really it tells me that's something I'm looking at. I mean, it's something I'm looking at anyway when the line is that low. And uh, just because, listen, Tennessee, you beat Florida. You beat Kentucky. You've actually beat some teams just a couple yeah. weeks ago. You beat pretty good teams. And here you are against Alabama. Listen, Bama could score 80-something points a game. Yeah. And and you held them in check. And it's and you see a low line like one. You're like, why? Why? You know, I guess it's, you know, no home court. And this is even before talking about the fans. So it's kind of the neutral court thing. But I don't know. I like Alabama. I liked them at one. The money's moving on it. So it's time to pick them either way. I still thought Alabama was going to win at that point. So I'm still taking Alabama. To get you got the it, better number. And, yeah, yeah. I, you listen, you can't, you know, I see people sometimes put on Twitter like, oh, nobody gets numbers that, you know, you post. And not just saying, not to me, but other people. Right. You know, if you're waiting till two minutes before tip-off, you're not getting the best number unless you're taking, you know, some dog that the everybody's on the other side. Unless I mean, you were waiting people, on that number the, the lines, <laughs> until right I, before I've had I've had Thursday lines for 40 of these games on Tuesday morning they were up. I mean, yeah. they had these games posted. So, I mean, there's no no excuse. It's like NFL. If you like a game on Monday, short of the quarterback going out, the line's really not going to move unless right. something really crazy happens. You know, yeah. I mean, get down early. If you like the team, move. Don't wait till the last second. You're not going to get the best number. Get down early. As Too Short says, get in where you fit in. All right, so we're going to go to another. <laughs> we're going to go to another SEC uh game second rounder missouri and texas a&m missouri's 15 and 16 coming off a win at home against alabama uh they had some decent wins in february they beat auburn they beat arkansas but on the road they're two and ten texas a&m 16 and 14 have some momentum right now coming off of two wins uh just beat the razorback 77 to 69 on the road they're five and four missouri's a small favorite minus two and the total's at 124 this one's tough because I love the Aggies, but my head says the Tigers. What do you think? You know, A&M won both of these games, 68-51, 66-64, as you said. So mm -hmm. they're already taken two from them. They're the seven seed, and yet here they are, underdog fashion. I mean, Missouri is the way to go. We're taking Missouri. Again, this is – sometimes I just uh, – there's nothing really to say on games, the way I cap games. Something like that, when I see a team that's ranked in a – Top 10, like uh, Maryland getting points from Rutgers is not ranked. That's a no-brainer for me. When I see a team that's a 10 seed laying points to lower seed, whether it's the, the SEC, the MAC, whatever conference it is, I'm taking that team. We're taking out Missouri. We're not thinking overthinking things. You've already lost twice, and then you're favored, and you've been worse all year long. Right. That's it. I'm a weirdo. Whatever. <laughs> call me what you want. You'll call me a winner after the game cashes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll see at the book. I'll see at the window. So I, 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 it's great. You can dive in and have a ton of numbers, but sometimes it's just simple. You know, that's what we're doing. It's, oh, I, it's, it's something that's paid off year in and year out. You know, I yeah. mean, oh, I you totally get a lot of these agree. games. The worst you're going to hit 60% of these long term. 
Especially at yeah. this point in the season, when you've watched them play every every game they're going to play, except for these do or dies. I mean, at this point, you should know what's going on, and your instincts yeah. should tell you a lot when you see those lines in the matchup. So yeah, that's it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay, let's move to the Big 12 quarterfinals. We're talking West Virginia and Oklahoma. West Virginia is 21 and 10. Uh, they're ranked number 22 nationally, but they're actually ranked below Oklahoma in the Big 12. They're number six. They've won two in a row, Weird. coming off a win against Baylor, 76 to 64. On the road, they're four and eight. Oklahoma, I am not a Sooners fan. I am not a Long Kruger fan. Um, so I never, ever want to bet on Oklahoma because I don't like losing bets about Oklahoma. Um, so they're 19 and 12. They're coming off a win at TCU, 78 to 76. They've won three of their last five and they're three or they're four and eight on the road. I'm showing West Virginia minus three and a half. I've liked this team all year long, although I really like them at home. Um, and they're a little wishy-washy on the road. The total's at 134 and a half. Where do I go with this one? Funny how that is, right? We have a, another higher seed favored by three and a half over a team. How does that work? Especially when this other team's won both games this year over the team. You beat them twice, and I hear people talking about the Sooners getting hot and, and winning this thing. Um, you know, listen, that a three seed as an underdog, I, I think he, that's not something I'm going to say, hey, it's not a weird thing not to get behind. Especially, and, and I like West Virginia. We've been playing on West Virginia here, but these guys, 28% from three, 64% free throw shooting. I mean, like, they have this terrible. It's just it's an ugly, ugly team. But right. Huggy's going to bring defense. Yeah. Uh, they're going to crash the boards. They don't mind winning ugly. It's three and a half. And getting back to what we were just saying about the other game, like, here we go. In, in the Big South, we have three teams opening round, all lost twice to these teams they played before, all right. favored, and they all advance the second round. You know, so, again, Three and a half. We're going to lay it. Um, I'm going to, and also listen, West Virginia last year was a nice growing year for them. They were bad and yeah. they improved. All, all the young players got better. And here they are, you know, you flip your record around, having a good little run. I, I wish the one thing, though, the free throw shooting, I can't stand. Can you please learn how to shoot free throws, please? Yeah, I don't understand. Free, man. That's the worst. I hate Ben on bad free throw shooting teams, but. We're going to have yeah, to do it. Yeah, you know that's West what it's Virginia. all going to come down to at the end of the game. That's, that's Especially how, at three and a half, that is yep. three and a half close one because it's going to be, you know, if you're up seven or eight, somebody's going to hit a three, it's going to be a foul. You're going to miss one and get some garbage. Light. I mean, yeah. ugh, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst time. All right. No, I totally agree. All right. Sean Higgs <laughs> says lay the three and a half with West Virginia. All right. We got about a minute to go. I chat. I always chat with you too much. ACC quarterfinals, Clemson coming off two losses, last one at home to Georgia Tech, 65 to 62. Florida State, number four in the nation, number one in the ACC. I've got a future on them. You should too. Uh, one for their last five. FSU is a seven point favorite. Totals 133. I'm looking for my uh, FSU future here. I have one from, uh, from Bally's. Um, I'm taking FSU here. I'll lay the seven. Uh, again, Clemson just snipped them. Revenge time. Let's mm -hmm. go. Knowles. I, I like the Knowles. I think they're a pretty underrated team. They're not getting any respect in this tournament. Let's win it, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Get it done here. I love it. Yeah. I'm not going to bet on just, it because, like I said, I got the future. So I'm not going to bet. This is not where I hedge my future. It's not against Clemson. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually on. I got I got Carolina and Virginia for this tournament. I got pretty good numbers. So I didn't nice. take Florida State to win this one. But I got huge, like, 40 to 1 on Carolina and uh I think like 10 to 1 on Virginia, so I'm happy with those numbers. Hey, oh, yeah, I have them for national championship 18. 
Um, okay, we got to go. Sorry I talked too much, <laughs> but yeah, I do love talking college hoops with you. Uh, you guys stick around. I'll be right back for some NBA with Craig Trapp. Hey, guys, and welcome back to the show. I've got some bad news, guys. We just got an update that the NBA has suspended the rest of the season indefinitely uh, due to the coronavirus. Craig, I know you're pretty hip to all this kind of news. Why don't you give us an update on what you know? Well, I, I don't know a whole lot about the coronavirus. I'll tell you that much. Uh, obviously, Is there a corona platinum virus? Because that's the one I want to Yeah, get. I mean, uh, <laughs> sounds like the Utah Jazz had a, a player or two that had preliminary on Wednesday night, had uh, tested preliminary that he positive for the coronavirus. And I think that's kind of scared the NBA. They were going to go to um, starting tomorrow playing no um, fans in the stadiums. But they just said indefinitely they're going to suspend the season if after Wednesday night's game. So obviously big news, um, unheard of news, and hopefully everybody's safe and we, you know work through this and figure this out and we'll, you know, either re-start re, uh, the season or um, hopefully the NBA playoffs, you know. I mean, who yeah. knows? At this point, it's, it's a fluid subject, and and obviously the um, – it sounds like Rudy Gobert uh, was the player. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to – you know, I don't – I've only read what ESPN's reporting. So who knows? At this point, what's going to happen to the rest of the NBA seasons and the playoffs? Let's just hope everybody's safe. Yeah. And we're going to focus on college basketball because that's what we have to bet on here. Yeah. And uh, now, obviously, college basketball, we're going to be basically playing with all these tournaments without fans, it sounds like, um, for March Madness for sure. And um, they've already canceled the CIT. They've already canceled, uh, you know, the, the Ivy League's canceled their uh, tournament. So I expect more to come down the line, but let's just hope we get through March Madness and get to enjoy a little bit of it. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. Um, okay, so I've got a couple of NCAA picks here, so we'll go through those. Uh, I'm going to start you off with Michigan and Rutgers. Uh, Michigan, 19 and 12, coming off a loss at Maryland, 83 to 70. They're four and seven on the road, uh, but I got to say I really like what what Juwan Howard's done with the team this year. But it, uh, one of the teams I've been following since the beginning of the season is Rutgers. I love me some <clears throat> Rutgers, and they're 20 and 11. They're Coming off two wins in a row, the last one was at Purdue, who's been a really hard, tough or hard team all year. That was an overtime game, 71 to 68. However, they're two and eight on the road. That makes me a little antsy. Showing Michigan as a two and a half point favorite with a total of 135. What are we thinking about this? Well, obviously, it's the opening game for both of these teams in the Big Ten tournament, so you're going to have a little jitter. So you have Jawan Howard, first time he's coached. You have the first time that Rutgers is, you know going into a tournament thinking they actually have a shot to win a game. Yeah. And I like Rutgers here uh, getting the uh, two and a half. It's to open at three, down to two and a half. I think that uh, sharp money tells you how good this Rutgers team really is and really kind of how Michigan, if you take away that early season tournament when they were really, really good, yeah, they've not been really good after that. They're you know just a little above 500, in fact, after that. So to me, you have to play the hotter team in Rutgers and you fade Michigan here. I, I just don't believe in this Michigan team the way they played down the stretch. And I think Rutgers, they want to make sure that they don't get left out of the NCAA tournament. A win here would ensure that. I think they're in either way, but this would ensure that. So let's take Rutgers plus two and a half. I think I would sprinkle a little on the money line too here. I think this is a pretty solid uh, winner here by Rutgers. 
All right, you heard that. Sprinkle a little on the Rutgers money line, but take those points for insurance. I totally agree. I, I don't like it when like Rutgers is ranked above Michigan in the Big Ten, but Michigan is nationally ranked. And I get that that has to do with strength yeah. of schedule and all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't make sense to me. Like, my girl brain can't figure it out. <laughs> well, it's usually even better when the team that is – not ranked is then the favorite so at least we see right. michigan as the favorite in this one that makes a little more sense to the public team in michigan as well right um i remember in the very beginning watching that first tournament and saying oh my god michigan's going to be so good this year and they they definitely were not that good yeah. but they were solid for his first year coaching they got there hey get in this year this yeah. is the the year you get in the tournament this year get in the big dance you can you can do some damage this year yeah. it's it's wide open yeah no kidding it was that kind of year Okay, so let's move on. We're going to go to Marquette and Seton Hall. Marquette's 18 and 12, three losses in a row. The last one was at St. John, 88 to 86. Uh, Seton Hall, I've got a future on them. I've loved them all season. Uh, 21 and 9 for the season, number 16 in the country. But they are coming off of two losses. The last one was to a really tough Creighton team, yep. 77 to 60. They got beat up in that game. Uh, Hall minus three and a half and 150 and a half is our total. Well, this line opened at two and a half, bet immediately up to three and a half. I think mm. with good reason, Seton Hall is the clearly the better team. Um, Marquette has just been one of those teams, once again, early in the year. They were very good. Howard was unbelievable. Had what, back-to-back 50-point -back games? Yeah, that's it was. right. Since then, I mean, he's not. It, it's not that he's been bad, but obviously you don't sneak up on people anymore the way he's scored the last few seasons. Right. Um, I just think Seton Hall, I actually have a future on them as well. I actually have a future on two of the Big East teams. I have Creighton and Seton Hall. I have uh, Creighton at like 50 to 1 or something. We did a video here about two months back before they went on this big winning streak. So um, I like Seton Hall still. I think their big worry is their depth. They're not the deepest team, and I think that's the – across college basketball this year. We've seen that more than ever before. With all the early departures, um, injuries, et cetera. Just, right. You just don't see a lot of depth. And, you know, when you play limited amount, if you get in foul trouble uh, this type of year, it's going to have a drastic effect. But I think Seton Hall gets the uh, opening, their opening game of the Big East tournament, gets the win here and cover. Let's lay the three and a half. I'd get on this now, though, because I do expect this line probably to move to four, four and a half. Still would take them there, but I would obviously rather have it at that three and a half. Yeah, it's all about getting the best number. That's I love the three, actually. That's yeah. Once it goes to that three and one a half. One oh, possession, yeah. Uh, one possession game there. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the way Mar Marquette shoots it from three, too, that kind of makes me worry. So what's your, um, like, number one thing? Like, for me, when I'm doing the tournament, when I handicap the tournament, I go through the last ten games, and then I average all their halftime scores, and I average their full game scores, I take out the highest and lowest, and I re-average it, and then I compare notes, and I make all these index cards. I get an index card for every freaking team in the dance. This is how I do it, y'all. It's crazy. What is your system? Do you have a system? You see that? <laughs> uh, you're going to make me lose my hair because if you're not, if you're listening on the radio, I, I don't put stock into stats as much as a lot of my people. job is stats outside I, I of this. I get so it. I get it. But to me, I'm a watch the game kind of person because right. that's how you, especially come you know in somebody tournament time when you're not playing against teams you know as often. Right. That's how you can say, hey, I think this is why Seton Hall is going to match up well against Rutgers. Or, right. and so to me, you have to the the eye test is the ultimate test this time of year for a handicapper. For me, that's what I go by. 
I just don't go by stats because stats can be for you. It's kind of like Big 12 football. Stats can fool you. You have these unbelievable offenses. The defenses get lit up, and then it's like, well, yeah, but when they play outside the conference, the teams aren't as explosive. They right. don't play as much. They're not going to score as much. So I think you have to watch these games, and that's why this week is so important. The mm -hmm. conference tournaments is a time where you can kind of get your upset pick for next week. Right. And All so right. That's, that's I love watching college basketball. Well, that not is my every – oh, it's, I'm with you, man. Yeah, <laughs> Let's get a beer. Passion. I'm telling you. Um, so what do you think of your Duke team tonight? <laughs> I've said it a few times this season that I don't feel like this Duke team is like a Duke team. You know, like last yeah. year was so stacked and, and this year, you know, Trey Jones and Vernon. I mean, I, I don't want to discount them at all, but it just I mean, doesn't. Trey Jones is ACC player of the year. Well, yeah. I mean, so, give I mean, it to him. But eight you know? points tomorrow. Uh, but I got to say, NC State, State for the is third like, time in what, uh, three, four weeks? I have like my teams that kind of scare me and NC State is one of those teams that just kind of scares me. Um not usually, not in past years, but I don't know. I, I Chelsea is probably listening and is going, <laughs> don't talk about NC State because when everybody starts talking about them, that's when they usually lay an egg. And Excellent. NC State played. NC they State's going to win. They're going to crush uh, Duke. They're going to go down. Yeah, no. Two games um, back at home. They, of course, beat Duke. Then right. they played them really good for about 26 minutes. And yeah. then Duke had that, you know, and just kind of blew them out. And then NC State doesn't have the firepower to come back. So on a neutral floor, it'll be interesting to see if NC State can just keep them close early. Just make them right. work late because, you know, this Duke team's really young. Yeah. They're still, you know, it seems like every team in college basketball. Yeah, they all are. The, the Blue Bloods I, are all young, though. That's, I mean, that's the thing Michigan I dislike the most about watching college basketball, especially being a Duke fan, is that one of Coach K's biggest assets, I mean, he's a West Point guy. You know, he assembles a squad. He gets his yeah. team together. And when those guys play together for three, four years, I mean, they're – incredible we've seen it happen many times happen before but it's over you know it's yeah. it's over and it just it hurts my heart it hurts to know that we're not going to have those kind of teams coming out of duke but then again coach k is not going to be around forever either, i think he so. did it right there for a little while he had the Plumleys, yeah uh, where they stayed um he had singler that stayed so you could still have those Allen ones stayed. and done guys but you you know he hasn't had those other guys Ray right. Jones at least stayed another year. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't think he's staying uh, past this year. So, no. to me, it's like if you can get a guy for two years now, you get a bonus. You get that bonus one year. Right. I think Duke does cover tomorrow, though. I think Duke is out to try to – I don't think they're going to get that number one seed, but I think they're out to at least make sure they stay at home, um, as close to home as possible for the number two seed. And you, who knows? Right. Maybe they do get a number one well, seed. Well, they don't I have mean, to cover to win the game. You know, like eight points just feels like it's a lot of points to me. Yeah, well – this time of year that's usually the case but how you're talking about like you like to watch the game and that's how yep. you handicap it i mean not all of us have time to watch no. that much college basketball um, and most of what i watch is live at, you know in the mountain yeah. west and whatnot right. um but that's this is one of those in-game situations like if if you are capable of in-gaming if you can do it in your state like these matchups are if you can sit and watch that game in-game yep. is where it's at because you can get well, duke at Plus points well, that's or. why the conference members is also nice because mm -hmm. you might only catch Duke, you know, the last two games, and then you'll get to see him three or four days in a row. You know, right. this time of year, that you know, I don't think it'd be Duke three days in a row, but you know what I'm saying is you get yeah. to see teams, especially get teams that get hot. Remember the UConn Kimball Walker team? Yes. Um, this time of year, you get those type of teams where they make that run, and then you pick that team up for the following week for college uh, for the NCAA tournament. There's a Duke UConn, the Okafors didn't like Emil. Okafor went to UConn and Jaleel Okafor went to Duke, but they're related. They're like cousins or something like that. Wasn't that a? If you say so. 
<laughs> I said so. Um, you, you spoke it into existence. I'm not sure. I know uh, that they're related, but I'm pretty sure it's Yukon and Duke. That it would be Yukon and Duke. That's okay. for sure. Then, Okafor, yeah, Okafor, Okafor, yeah. But so I'm right. If you just said they spelled them differently, I would have said okay, too. So. No, no. they Like, I read that years <laughs> ago. Like, they are actually related to each other. They're cousins or something like that. Um, I, I think the term I'm actually looking to see uh, both uh, today, I've got them taped, so um, the Big East. I think the yeah. Big East. I think there's six teams in the Big East that can win the Big East tournament this year. Uh, tomorrow, I <laughs> well, think that, really? <laughs> that Butler-Providence game early, I think, is going to be awesome. I've tomorrow. loved Providence all yeah. year, and I have not been drinking Butler Kool-Aid. I know my boyfriend has a future on him, and he's been really stoked about Butler. But, like, I just – and I, I – Brad Stevens were there, was there. I was a huge Butler fan, but ever since he left, I know they're rebuilding. I mean, that was, like, forever ago, but I don't know. I just didn't yeah, not – Did you see the game this weekend? The kid hit the three-pointer right at the buzzer to beat Xavier. I did not. I had Xavier, so it was a very – Right. It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, great guard play, Butler has it. That's that's the key. And, yeah. and Providence I'm not saying they Providence stink. Good, I'm just saying play. I'm not, like, In general, thrilled. the Big East, they always have good guard play. Yeah. That's what the conference has been known for year in. I mean, obviously, Patrick Ewing, of course, as well with Georgetown. But right. I can't wait for the Big East tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It just got interesting. And to hear who else in the NBA has the coronavirus. I mean, right, that's, break, that's if Gober, breaking news. If Gobert really had it, then he's played all these games, and he would, you know, who knows who else has Yeah. It. So it could be, stay tuned. It's scary, people, but we will bring you as much information that we can every time that we can. Don't forget to check us out Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We'll be right back to recap all the picks throughout the entire show. So grab a pen and grab a paper. Craig, it's a pleasure as always. I love when you're here in the studio. I'll be here all this weekend. All right. Well, you got to be. It's a professional obligation yeah. at this point, okay? It's crunch time, people. All right, so grab that pen and paper, and we'll be right back after a short break. Hey, y'all, welcome back. All right. If you missed any of the free picks that we gave you throughout the show, don't worry. I'm going to recap them all for you right now. We started off with... Alex Smart and his NHL rapid-fire picks. We did at Florida and Dallas. Take Florida plus 120 and the under in that matchup. In Vancouver at Arizona, he says take the over and Vancouver plus 120. New York Islanders at Calgary. He says get on Calgary at minus 145. The Islanders are no good here. Pitt against the Blue Jackets, the Penguins. Uh, take the Penguins, minus 145. The Blue Jackets are in des... Oh, wait, no, sorry. He says take the home dog. Take Calgary, plus 125. They are in desperation mode and should come out strong against Pitt. And Philly and Tampa Bay get on the Lightning, minus 150. For Nashville at Toronto, get on Toronto, minus the 150. All right, then we went, moved on to free picks from Sean Higgs. Alabama versus Tennessee, take Alabama, pick them. Missouri at Texas A&M, take Missouri, minus the two points. West Virginia versus Oklahoma, take West Virginia, minus the three. Get it now, because that number is moving around quite a bit. Uh, Clemson at Florida State, hey man, you got to go with Florida State. Lay those seven points, it's the right thing to do. We finished things up with Craig Trapp. Unfortunately, we were unable to do any NBA lines tonight because NBA has 
canceled their entire season until further notice, but he did give us two good college hoops pick, uh, both out of the Big East. We're talking uh, the Michigan and Rutgers game. Take Rutgers plus the two, two points, and in the Seton Hall Marquette game, lay the three and a half with the Pirates. All right, guys, it has been a great show as always. Uh, keep your eyes and ears open for more news on the coronavirus and how it is affecting sports in your area and around the world. My name's Allie Burns. You can find me on Twitter at Plus Money Honey. You can find Picks and Parlays just about anywhere you're at on their web. Check us out at picksandparlays.net. And don't forget to use promo code BALLER to save yourself 15% at checkout. That's Picks and Parlays. Bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.